It appears that Russian state media today may have put out a news article and then deleted it. This news article apparently uh, claimed that Russia had achieved military success and military victory had happened, and then it was apparently deleted. That's part of the information out there. And you know that what's going on right now is part of an information war, and, and stuff is just percolating out there, and some of it is true and some of it's not. It's very difficult to tell. Uh, in between the lines, especially in the reporting on the ground from Ukraine, what exactly is real. But what we do know is sites like RT, formerly known as Russia Today, have been identified as Russian propaganda, Russian state propaganda. And now um, Rogers Communications, Bell, TELUS, Shaw Communications, all pulling the Russian state-funded television channel from their channel lineups. Alexander Pazetsky is the Globe and Mail telecom reporter, uh, part of breaking this story. Welcome to the program, Alex. Hey, Alan. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell me what, give me a sense of what you would see if you would be watching RT. Oh, that's a great question. So, I mean, a colleague of mine was kind of watching it yesterday and feeding me some of the headlines um, that she was seeing. Um, and it was, you know, stuff like Ukraine army allegedly intensifies artillery fire on residential areas. And, um, you know, they had a headline about Russian TV channels, including RT being banned in Poland, Finland, and Australia. And it has previously been identified as a propaganda wing of the Russian government. That's right. So um, U.S. intelligence have in the past um, identified it as being sort of part of uh, Russia's propaganda machine and have, you know, put out a, a report that kind of talks about how Russia has been using um, RT uh, to basically try to influence opinion about Ukraine in places um, such as Europe, the U.S., and even in places as far away as Latin America. So we'll get to the uh, the pulling of them from the the lineups. But prior to this weekend, would anybody who you know would have beyond basic on whether it's Shaw, Telus, or Rogers, what you would have had access to this, or is it a special thing you have to order? It's sort of packaged in with certain other um, international channels, um, except if you were a Shaw customer, I believe you'd have to sort of um, have chosen to subscribe to it. They had it as a pick and pay option, but other uh, television providers were sort of offering it as part of various bundles. Speaking with Alexander Pozatsky, who's the Globe and Mail's telecom reporter, part of the thing I found surprising, and I, I was reminded of it from your reporting, uh, that Previously, you had reported that RT was actually paying cable companies to be put on for like a, is that a usual thing that would happen? That is absolutely not uh, typical. Usually the television provider would be paying the specialty channel for carriage and then they would be kind of passing that fee on to their customers on a monthly basis. Um, and, you know, what a colleague of mine uh, reported or uncovered uh, a few years ago was that in this case, it was actually the other way around, which is that RT had entered into these agreements where they were paying um, some television providers to carry uh, the channel. And, uh, you know, when the Globe first broke that story, um, you know, my colleague had reached out to um, you know, the government as well as the CRTC, and uh, they declined interviews on the topic, and they did not want to make these arrangements. Um, they didn't want to increase the transparency around these arrangements. The CRTC said that the information was commercially sensitive. Huh. So does the CRTC have to get involved here for cable companies to pull RT from their lineup, or is it just that they're getting shamed into doing it right now? 
Well, what's happened so far is that um, all of the uh, companies that you named have sort of voluntarily chosen to remove RT. Um, there is a means by which the CRTC could have gotten involved, which is that the CRTC actually approves um, channels like RT on a on a list of um, you know satellite distribution list. Um, so they could have removed RT from that list of approved channels, but um, they did not have to. Anything else on your on your radar that's like RT? I, I think Global Times too is the is that the the Chinese version of RT? Yeah, there are other channels, and of course, you know when people start talking about RT, often um, Fox News also gets thrown into mm. that category. So if you look at social media, there's a lot of people saying, "Well, what's the difference between this and Fox News?" Um, so, sort of as we've mentioned, one of the differences is that you know. RT was paying for carriage. Um, and so, you know, this researcher that I spoke to, Barry Kiefel at the Canadian Media Research Inc., um, told me that that's sort of a, a moral dilemma because, you know, in, a, in essence, you'd have the television providers making money off of this Russian propaganda in a sort of very direct way that may not necessarily be the case with uh, some of these other channels. But of course, we don't know because these agreements are sort of confidential. Hmm. Not much transparency in that sector at all. Alex, always great to talk to you. Appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me. Take care. That's Alexander Posatsky, who is the telecom reporter for the Globe and Mail. You know, and sometimes you think about that, like uh, what in the world are our cable companies, Canadian cable companies, doing taking cash to beam Russian state propaganda into homes of Canadians? How does that make any sense? It reminds me... It reminds me sometimes when I despair about this country and, you know, I think about what, what is Canada? Every once in a while, I think uh, it really is just three telecom companies in a trench coat and maybe some UCC grads thrown in there.